Welcome back to the Finest Hours podcast. I am Braden Cromar, joined as always by my co-host Hayden Hansen and our executive producer Skylar Williams. Hello, hello. Howdy ho. It's been a while. It's been five months, working on six months since our last episode. I remember when we said we were going to do another one? Yeah. We were we right. To, we, were we, right. Ha- we were right. We have to <laughs> apologize to our audience because... We have not been very consistent over the last couple of years, but there's been some major life events in all three of our lives. So that's that's going to be our excuse. And it's not like we get paid for this. So this is just for funsies. But this is part of what makes us interesting as people. So we got to keep doing it. This is all my life revolves around. So when I'm not doing this, <laughs> I'm not doing much. <laughs> You're like the name of the guy standing in the... Uh, dried up swimming pool just waiting <laughs> yeah waiting for something to happen that's your life yep exactly <laughs> he just waits by his phone waiting for Braden to text him and say hey are you gonna do that write-up yeah and <laughs> yeah, we're finding a time on a saturday for all of us to get together and do it but uh yeah it's been so we started this podcast in 2018 june of 2018 is well, that right dang or was it 2019 I think it was, I think it was like 2022. June 29th, 2019 was our first episode. So we're working on four years, but it doesn't really feel like four years because there's been at least two years where we didn't really do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Best so. two years of my life. The two years before the two years. All right. Well, let's get uh, let's get into it. So Skylar, you picked our subject today. You picked Louis Wayne and... I'm kind of surprised that you picked an artist. That seems like something that would be more in Hayden's realm than yours. And I'm curious, you know, and for our fans who are curious, why you pick this bloke, Louis Wayne? Yeah. um, Surprised myself too. No, I'm kidding. I, uh, you know, I was actually, I, I watched the Amazon show, The Electric Life of Louis Wayne. Loved it. Maybe I loved it because it was a Benedict Cumberbatch was Louis Wayne. I like, I think he's a great actor, but no, just, uh, you know, the, his, his paintings, his drawings, um, I thought it'd be unique and different to, to add an artist to those that we've talked about already. It was either that or, you know, something about world war two. And I know we always talk about <laughs> world war two. So <laughs> we have, yeah, we have, a, we have a lot of those episodes on record. So wanted to, to throw a change up and, well, and I don't think that many people know who Louis Wayne is, so this will be um, an adventure for a lot of us. So, Skyler, why don't you give us an intro to Louis Wayne? All right. So, Louis Wayne was born on August 5th, 1860 in Clerkenwell, London, England. His parents were Thomas Wayne, a textile trader, uh, and his mother was Emily Richardson, a homemaker. Louis was the eldest of six siblings, and he had a happy childhood. 
He was very close to his younger sisters and often often played with them. Uh, so he was the only boy of his family. So I'm sure he had lots of fun playing with his little sisters. Yeah, I don't hey. I don't know where you want to go with that, Skyler. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for a Let's joke, or something, but that's okay. We all have little sisters, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yes. yeah little sisters are loads of fun. They Too mostly just fun. get you in trouble. That's Am I true. right? Right on my end. So are we learning about a chap or a bloke? Whatever male identifier you want to use that's <laughs> British slang. Probably a, a bloke. Lad. I don't think he was a chap. I think a, a, a lad. Yeah, is, a lad's good. A he might have been a lad. More, is a chap like a buddy? It's like talking about a friend? Probably. I like bloke. I just... Yeah. Bloke sounds a little more on the streets yeah it sounds or like chap is like i don't know you're a formal setting that old chap so at one point he might be a chap because he's well educated and going to school and at other points he might be a bloke <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> so speaking of school and louis back when he was a chap actually he was probably a wee lad at the time louis was a good student and attended various schools in london he studied at the West London School of Art and the Royal Academy of Art. Although he was a good student, Louis did not enjoy the academic style of teaching. He preferred to draw and paint on his own, often sketching scenes from everyday life. And after he finished his schooling, Louis worked as a freelance artist and illustrator for various publications, including the Illustrated London News and The Graphic. He also designed book covers and illustrated children's books. His work was well-received, well and he gained a reputation as a talented artist. Going back to the uh, education, it's like, who who does, like, the academic side of, of education? Me. Well, he wanted to be a good chap. <laughs> he's not. And, and then this is the life of Louis Wayne. He He's a lad, and then he becomes a chap, and then he's ready to just become a bloke. <laughs> a full-on bloke at the end. <laughs> so in 1886 louis married emily richardson who was his first cousin she was the governess of their home teaching his younger sisters and it was during this time that they grew to love each other they had two children but tragically emily died during childbirth and this event had profound effects on louis and he began suffering with a lot of mental health problems which kind of become something that he is mostly known for. It was his was his struggle with mental health and became very reclusive, spending most of his time painting. So he married somebody named Emily Richardson. What was his mother's name? It wasn't Emily Richardson. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Am I missing something? She was his cousin. You know, got to keep the family names. It is the, the family, family name. It's the same name. It's not it's the, the same, same person, allegedly. <laughs> we can neither confirm nor deny. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> His mental health problems began with an Oedipus complex. Hayden's pulling out the big words. He is. I'm going back to high school English, baby. You screwed up. His father's name was William Matthew Wayne, and his mother's name was oh Julie. Oh my goodness, I did screw up. 
it's a French name, Hayden. This is, this is your time to shine. Bolo. Boiteau? Bolo, that's a T. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't close enough to the computer. I need glasses. Julie Felice Boiteau, Boiteau, or something along those lines. Well, that's some old French. To clarify, Louis did not marry his mother, and his mother was not Emily Richardson. But Emily Richardson was the governess of the household and did live in the house. Yes. Dang it, I was so ready for making Oedipus jokes, and look at where we are now. There's no Sigmund Freud stuff going on here. That was good, too. Uh, So Louis' paintings of cats started to become very popular. And he developed a unique style that set him apart from the other artists of his time. Uh, he began to anthropomorphize. I believe the word you're looking for is anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphize. It's anthro. I dude. It's because I can't. I don't have my glasses on, so all these anthro. No, it's anthropomorphize. The word that, that the word that Skylar is trying to put out is anth- anthropomorphize. Yes, because it's anthropomorphic. <laughs> I can say that, but I just can't add the eyes. <laughs> should that be our word of the day? That should yeah, be our give word us a, of the give day, us a right? good definition. Giving something human-like give something characteristics. characteristics. Yeah, that because yeah. I can say anthropomorphic. But if you add the eyes at the end and switch the ick, I just anthropomorphize. Did I get it? On. That was beautiful. There we go. So what he did was he made cats human-like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he started to, well, I guess that's what that explains. So he made cats human-like, giving them expressions and behaviors. Uh, his cats often wore clothes and engage in activities that were typically associated with humans. Some of the more common things were like riding bikes and having cats play golf and, and stuff like that. I just picture the painting of dogs playing poker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that. It's, yeah. Al- it's along the same vein, right? Little cats yeah. and their little Scottish golf trousers playing golf. Yep. So which came first, the cats playing golf or the dogs playing poker? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm going to guess that Louis Wayne inspired it, but who knows? I think so, yeah. There's one of cats in a classroom, and there's clearly a teacher, the disciplinarian, that is spanking the other cats. (laughs) One of the cats is wearing a dunce cap in the background. It's very cute. We'll put on our Instagram page some of the photos, but uh, yeah, check out his paintings because they're kind of fun. They're very human-like. Louis's unique style of painting cats gained him a lot of recognition, and he was invited to exhibit his work at several art galleries in London. His paintings were well-received, and he gained a large following. His work was also reproduced in various publications, and he became a more well-known artist in England. Probably because all the feral cats that just roam the streets. That fame train kept going. But uh, Are you saying it's because the cats liked his art and were buying it up? Probably. That's the reason he was popular. He was popular. That's the reason why he was popular. That's why he made them human-like, because they were humans. Nobody was paying enough attention to notice them. (laughs) Cats are our overlords. (laughs) They think that. This is kind of where things kind of take a turn for old Louis. 
1901, Louis's mental health deteriorated further, and he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. He was admitted to a mental asylum, where he spent the next 30 years of his life. During his time in the asylum, Louis continued to paint, and his style began to be began changing and became even more unique. He began to paint cats with bold, swirling patterns and very bright colors. And these are some of the paintings that'll come up at the top of uh, any search. You'll see a lot of kind of some psychedelic cats. Yeah. There's a, there's a fun one that I like of two cats in bed, like a husband and wife cat asleep in bed. And then all these owls are surrounding them, like peering over them. It's interesting. It's a fun one. But yeah. It's interesting. If you look up like any search results, it's probably going to yield this collection of eight, eight uh, paintings of Louise. And you see, you know, they kind of descend from, you know, more realistic paintings to more abstract, lots of colors, very psychedelic. And then, by the time you get to the last two, they're just there's very cats. abstract geometric patterns that don't look like cats in any way whatsoever. It looks like a kaleidoscope mixed with what are those uh like blobs of like, hey, what do you see? What is that? Like a ro- yeah. a ro- Rorschach test? I can't pronounce it. The coffee stains on the paper that you fold in half. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? It looks like that because it's like symmetric, but with crazy colors. Yeah. Yeah, they're very symmetric, the last two. Yeah, it's very interesting to see that uh, change in style. Anyway, as I, hope, I hope as you're listening to this, that you can pull up this. It's Illustration Chronicles, so that you're not lost while we're just talking. <laughs> But but pull that up of of Louis's art, like Braden said, there'll be eight uh, paintings, and you can just see his dissension into madness. Yeah, in his in his artistic style. I mean, if you're driving, don't do that. But uh, <laughs> we'll have it on our we'll have it on our Instagram page. It's it's really interesting. His his work's good. It's good work. I um, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's it's a, it's a unique style. So despite his mental health problems, Louis continued to paint until his death in 1939. He left behind a legacy of unique and imaginative paintings of cats that continue to inspire artists today. His work has been exhibited in several uh, several museums and galleries, and his influence can be seen in the work of many contemporary artists. He was 75 years old, so about that time anyway, especially in the early 20th century. He lived a good life for the time. So Louis Bain, he was a very talented artist, best known for his unique paintings of cats, had a happy childhood. You know, his life was, you know, started off pretty well, but uh, suffered a great deal of personal tragedy in his adult life, which kind of led to his mental illness, but he continued to paint and his paintings became increasingly imaginative and unique. His legacy as an artist continues to inspire and influence other artists today, and his paintings of cats remain beloved by many, including me. I'm a new fan of Louis Vane after this episode. I really like his work. When I see his work, it just reminds me of that song that was super popular a few years ago. I love cats. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug them all but I can't. Do you guys remember that? I I don't think no. I ever heard that. 
You guys never heard that? Dude, that went viral. It was some lady crying about cats. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm as hip as you, but... <laughs> Dude, that one was good. I'm going to have to share that one. Yeah, thank you for singing. That was, um, that was, that was nice. Cats. Yeah. I love every kind of cat. I think it's also interesting to note that a lot of his, his art were like on postcards. So they were like really small and I, I got handed out a lot. And I think that's how it gained popularity. It's just they were they were small. You could keep them in your pocket and pass them to friends and stuff like that. So the original cat memes. The original cat memes, yes. And that is now the time that we say that none of us particularly like cats and we're all allergic to cats. <laughs> <laughs> yes this this is how we enjoy our cats not up close from a distance yeah thus concludes our episode on louis vane we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it we'll be back at some point we can probably get back to somewhat of a regular cadence you know maybe we'll go to a monthly cadence again i'm up next and i have no idea who we're doing next so i have some homework to do before our next episode if you want to get in contact with us, our email is finesthourspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at finesthours, where you'll be able to see some of these illustrations of Louis Wayne. But yeah, until next time. You know what? I have something to share before we actually leave for the day. So between episodes, we did one more episode and we have listener mail that we're going to read on the air. This is from... Well, I'll just use your first names. This is from Sarah. Sarah says, hi, guys. I found your show a few months ago through the episode on Steve Prefontaine. It has helped me through some long shifts at work and even a few training runs for my recent 15K. Awesome. It was really exciting to see that you guys are starting up again with some new episodes. I thought I'd put out a recommendation. Joe Rance and the 1936 Olympic rowing team. There's a really good book called Boys in the Boat that I would highly endorse for reference. If nothing else, I figured y'all might enjoy looking into it since it's from that World War II era that a lot of episodes focus on. Thank you all so much for the inspiring stories. Cheers from Bama, Sarah. Sarah, I apologize. I guess we should have done your recommendation. <laughs> no, you know what? I I started I started Boys in the Boat. I haven't finished it. I'm still in the beginning chapters. Um you know, I'm not going to review it, but I'll just say that it takes a little bit, I think, to get going in the story. I'm a, a couple chapters in and I'm waiting for it to really kind of catch my attention, but uh, I'm sure that it'll pay off because I've heard I've heard good things about it. Perhaps we'll do Jim Nance and the 1936 Olympic rowing team. I've heard I've heard good things, so maybe we'll uh, give that a consideration. Maybe that'll be our next episode. Who knows? Who knows? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. It might be a couple months, but we'll get there. Yeah. And thank you for writing in, Sarah. We really appreciate it. If any other fans want to be heard, have their email read on air, then um, God reach out to us, finesthourspod at gmail.com. I guess we'll sign off the yeah. way Louis Wang will, would have signed off and it would be, who's behind me? Oh, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> who's behind me? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's bad. We're not doing that. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs>